Ready? Hello. How you doing? It's good to see you. Thanks for coming back. This is Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast, episode 7-4. We're hosts of the show. I'm trying something new. Purnell's looking at me funny. My name is Rob Nichols. And that was weird. And that was weird. <laughs> I'm Purnell. Um, every week we listen to some great video game music. We chat about it. And we chat about whatever else is on our mind. That's for sure. And to be quite frank, it has been an interesting turn of events because this particular episode has been, we've delayed it multiple weeks for different reasons. Yeah. Like we were going to do it, but then it was Valentine's Day. And we we're like, well, let's do a funny Valentine's show. And then we were going to do it, but then like, oh, wait, no, we were going to have um, our guest on the last episode, uh, Michael from the Forever Sound Version podcast. Thank you again for coming on the show. That was a really good time. It was fun. I, it was definitely a lot of fun. And as we both kind of agreed, you've been pretty much one of the best. It was one of the best guesties we had, like very <laughs> yeah. casual and laid back dialogue. Yeah, and, and for the um, for guests being the the furthest away, you know, in, in proximity to us, had the best internet connection with us throughout the entire episode. Apparently, that transatlantic pipeline. Yeah, not one technical difficulty. And um, hey, guess what? We're not going to have any technical difficulties today because it's just a couple of bros hanging out, listening to the tunes. I can't guarantee technical difficulties won't occur. I can't guarantee bros. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, all right. So this episode is the second half of Decadence. This is... Squalor. So, yeah. So this is... You've lost it all. This is... um, This is just bad news. Get out your barrel overalls. Get out that IOU to the the low shark. (laughs) This is just cut that get that one lima bean and cut it in half because we're going broke today. We're going, we're going for broke. I like that. This is the go for broke episode. Yes, <laughs> and I feel like I chose tracks that kind of hit that mark just a bit. Um, I was struggling. I'll admit. So I look forward to having this track. I've got. I, okay. I'm. I'm not. I'm not even going to defend. All right. I'm just going to say <laughs> what I've got. But I'm going to start with something legit, all right? This is from the game Morio Senki Madara 2 for the Super Famicom, which is a horror RPG. Or technically, I don't know. It's, it's, I think you've picked from that before. So I picked from uh, uh, the first game, Madara 1. Ah, I see. Um, which is a fantastic soundtrack. This is also very good. This is by Tapi Iwase, Miki Higashino, Hirofumi Taniguchi, and Akihata. This track is called The Torture Sanctuary. Me? Yeah, so it's... We're starting off pretty dark today. <laughs> you think? So from the game Morio Senki Madara 2, the torture sanctuary. Man, that's tortures. <laughs> torture sanctuary. This is the Torture Sanctuary from the game Morio Senki Madara 2 for the Super Famicom. This is a uh, Konami game, so we've got some classic Konami composers by Tapi Iwase, Miki Higashino, Hirafumi Taniguchi, and Akihata. I'm going to ask, just get out of the way. Where is the squall? You know, it's uh... a... It's It's a great track, I'm just saying. (laughs) Where's the squalor? 
Um, well, you're a prisoner. Everything is taken away from you. I see. And Except you, the torture. Uh, this and and you know, yeah. You're, you're given you're given plenty of pain. Yes, well, <laughs> it's, it's the broke it's the broke man's ambrosia, I guess. <laughs> this is going to be a theme from my my tracks today. <laughs> um, the so this one I liked a lot because the bass is like all over the place, and the, I really like the drum fills. I think they're really crisp, and it's just really strange. Like the the notes are all over the place, all over the place, like a like a weird prog rock kind of tune. I just like the track. I'm, I can't really just explain the why to it. I'm just... You know I can't explain I'm, any of these tracks, right? And that's why I'm going to ask you each time, because that makes it fun. you got to roll, go roll with the punches here and think on your feet. Yeah. Anyway, I, I actually like the um, the original soundtrack for the Famicom better than uh, the Super Famicom one. It just, it just sounds more distinctive. I mean... I, I guess I could see that being the case because there was something especially likable about NES tracks because I think I mentioned this before, but they did more with less in a lot of ways. Yeah, they had to make they had to make choices about specific notes to use. So when those sounds kicked in and they were good, oh, they stuck with you. They stuck with you. And, and again, the um, Madara series is very different and imaginative, so that the music is very compe- like very distinctive and compelling. And do 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 do. That too. Yeah, the bass is crazy. I like, how, I like the way it starts. It's like boom. <laughs> Makes me think it's a uh, battle music, maybe. I think this is a dungeon. It's like a dungeon. A dungeon. it sounds like the, the title was like a dungeon, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, just the track itself also doesn't this doesn't come across as a battle theme to me because it's. I mean, it could be, but I just don't feel that in it. All right, so I'm really. It smells like someone's going to get proven wrong, sir. I, I'm like chomping at the bit. I got to know what. What squalor? Like, what did you? What did you get out of this? Oh, all right. Well, I I am pretty prepared for the squalor-esque concept here. I got three prime tracks, and I'm going to start with one of my favorites from honestly for a very long time. The track I'll explain it afterwards, but is called "Crumbling Castle" from the medieval mayhem stage of the game Ape Escape, oh. and it is composed by Soichi Terada. You're listening to Crumbling Castle, Medieval Mayhem from the game Ape Escape, composed by Suichi Terada. 
Now, picture if you will, you are a one dandy gent, and I would say, I don't know, the 1500s, and have your own meadow going as far as the eye can see. You got townsmen, guards, <laughs> sheep in the lawn, debutants running around, punching cats. I don't know what they're doing. They do I- things. And here you are with your beautiful, extravagant castle. But then years of overspending and over everything takes you under. Your castle is in, is in shambles. Your people have fled. You are in tatters and you leave. Only to come back and learn that centuries later, it is now a stronghold for a bunch of hyper-intelligent monkeys that are being hunted by a man with a hula hoop. That's pretty much all there is to it. And you're basically basically in the game Ape Escape on this level, you are a kid trying to catch monkeys running around who have made a base in this abandoned, dilapidated castle. Oh, yeah. I'm just curious what the game is even about. I honestly don't know anything about Ape Escape except that there are monkeys on the loose that you have to capture. Yes, but they're super intelligent monkeys who have brain helmets given to them by Brain Monkey named Spectre, and you catch them by having a lot of fun because <laughs> you get a stun stick, which is basically a lightsaber. You get like a super hula hoop and a super RC car okay. and a super punching glove, all kinds of like childish yet awesome devices. So this castle is just torn down. Torn apart, dilapidated, teeming with monkeys and possibly monkey feces. It is just <laughs> filthy. There's a filthy, flea-ridden establishment. Well, that is pretty good. It's also kind of funny, too, in the sense that when you hear this track, you don't really get the impression that that's the level in which it takes place at all. But that just makes it better because if your home's going to be an absolute crap hole, <laughs> at least a good tune can be playing over it. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. It starts off with like a really fast, like fun jungle beat, and then the bass is like real quick and really fun, and then all of a sudden the strings are, are way different. Yeah, this guy went the very, very different track. He pulled out all the stops. It's like this to me is probably I haven't played it in a long time, but I deep down feel like this is still probably the most elaborate track in the game. It's very yeah. There's a lot going on. All right, so my my next track has I can tell I can tell you all about this one. <laughs> well, most about it. This this will be good. All right, this is from the game Oddworld: Abe's Exodus, again for the PlayStation. Oh, and this this is I, I this game means a lot to me in that I finished it. No, it means a lot to me in that like it really like I just I really like everything about it touched me in a certain way. Like I felt really emotional about the characters. Do we need to call a counselor? Yes. Yes, I think so. Alright, well, I'll get, yeah. I'll get right on that. A Nintendo that. game counselor, please. <laughs> 2553701. Oh, <laughs> so this is um uh, from the FICO Depot uh, section. This is the, the music for when you're sneaking. Sneaking around. There's a lot of sneaking around in this game. And there's music composed by Ellen Myers Gabriel and Josh Gabriel.
All right, we are back. You are listening to the FICO Depot sneaking section music from the game Oddworld Abe's Exodus for the PlayStation, composed by Ellen Myers Gabriel and Josh Gabriel. And I'm just going to come out and say it. The cat was just trying to get my headphones off my head. <laughs> well, because the cat wanted to hear what you were jamming out to. Clearly, yeah, it was... I, uh, I thought he just wanted to cuddle up on my lap. but no, he, he had, had other ideas. He had, he had the claws out. <laughs> like, give me the headphones and nobody difficult. gets hurt. Yeah. So in um, Oddworld, I haven't, this is the second in the series, and I, hadn't, I don't think I played the first one. But you are a race of little green dudes, like magical. Like you, they can chant, and they can um, chant together, and they can like levitate things, and they can move things with their minds, and they can they can they have a lot of power, right? They can teleport. And then in this game, there's another race of aliens and all sorts of weird looking aliens, and they enslave the entire race of these little green guys and they sew their mouths shut. Oh, so that was, I always saw the cover art and saw that, and I was assumed that was just like a weird no. design choice. That's actually was inflicted upon them? Yeah, so their their mouths are sewn shut oh, so that they can't chant and perform their magic, and they're forced to labor in um, these horrible like work camps where they're actually mining or they're creating or they're um like they're they're working in like food factories but here's the kicker right Soil and green isn't it yes they're they are and they're addicted to their own food and the food is them that is just nasty so i forget what the food is called but in part of the they, they, they drink this drink called soul storm brew and it's actually made from the ground up bones of their dead bodies that is just this game, morbid i know it's really really dark and so and it's kind of funny because, like, you know, you can make them like. <laughs> and it's kind of funny like, too. They add a lot of humor to it because, like, you can like you can make them fart to like kind of distract guards. There's a lot of like sneaking, um, like like uh, stealthy sections around in the game. Um, so and like what you, is, and the whole purpose is to save all of the other enslaved people in the game. And, and you're you're able to use magic, and so like you're you're using your magic to save the other characters. But like it's it's funny because like you accidentally kill people all the time. <laughs> Like people you don't want to kill. Yeah, you're like, oh, there's that guy there. If I just move this guy to the left, oh, I smushed him. <laughs> oh, he's well, more oh, more he's, soul he's brew for me. Super dead. More soul brew for me. But yeah, so this this is like that. This is the this is pretty like down. Like the whole game is you're fighting to save everybody, and it, there's just every turn you're getting knocked back down. It just seems almost impossible. But it's kind of funny, too. But it's got some very... It's got some, it's got some stupid funny moments in it. I, I'm just loving that segment. <laughs> this is really dark. It's kind of funny, too. It's kind of funny, too. They just, I mean, they kind of drink each other, and it's just awesome and hilarious. <laughs> so after the PlayStation ones, which are two-dimensional side-scrolling with a lot of like pre-rendered like backgrounds... They made a bunch for the original Xbox. I think maybe two or three of them that were like 3D. I only remember Munch's Odyssey, which I think was on Xbox. Yeah, there was a little hopping, square-headed yeah. guy. Yeah, and then there was another one that was like a he. Uh, the character was like some kind of bounty hunter, and he was supposed to be bounty. oh Strangler's Wrath. Yeah, they were. No, I didn't like any of these games. Were they away from the original concept of the series? Like the. the, the the, the the same world was there and like a lot of the same like character like ideas were there but it just wasn't the same game and the the game i like is this two dimensional kind of side scrolling where the controls are very like prince of persia ish mm-hmm. you know like a lot of animation and like very little like time to do it in <laughs> ah. uh but i i really i really enjoyed it and this is one i really put time into and um it really stuck with me it means a lot to me i like the sound of that well it was a good choice from the game too it thank you good. yeah it's it's very again it's very atmospheric i think this is probably the most musical track in the game <laughs> it says a lot uh, but anyway so my final track is going to be not yeah you're going to hate me for it but the, go ahead well, or well, that or i'll just laugh you probably just laugh. Kind of funny too. <laughs> it's kind of funny too so, so what, <laughs> but it's also kind of funny um so what's your what's your track all right, my next one, we didn't play it during the main string of tracks, but we did choose it for the going out tune. Oh. And I figured if we're going to do a counterbalance to the episode, it would only make sense to do a counterbalance, that counterbalance track and the counterbalance topic. The last episode, or not last, but for the Decadus episode, I chose a track town, which was the theme primarily for the town of Aria, the city of gold in the game Breath of Fire. Yes. So... And again, so for the follow-up yes. track, I'm going to pick the theme from the town Bleak, 
The town of thieves from the same game, Breath of Fire. Bleak. Bleak is actually called Bleak. Man, this is a this is a downer of an episode. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of funny. It's also kind of funny. <laughs> Check your pockets because you just might have gotten looted. That's what happens when you're walking through Bleak, <laughs> Town of Thieves, in the game Breath of Fire, written and composed by Akari Kaida and Yoshino Aoki. I probably got the names all kinds of weird because <laughs> Rob gave me a weird look on his face. Well, I thought it was... Uh... <laughs> we found two different <laughs> sets of composers. Uh, yeah, because we played from this game before, and it was composed by Hitoshi Sakamoto. I'm going with Rob. <laughs> Rob does his due. But I did the do with choosing the track. That's right. Yeah. So I'll take I'll take the I'll no, take the save because This is great. I love I love that little theme at the end with the uh, the strings. It's really cool. And this is a very like whimsical. Oh yeah, it's a it's kind of funny like the last uh, for the Aria track, you're walking through town, like I said earlier, everyone's eating off gold plates and if you find the guy's lost head, he gives you $20,000. And it happens multiple times. The exact opposite happens with Bleak. <laughs> Due to a... I won't, I'm not going into the whole game story, but I'll just call it a curse. Due to a curse, the town... The sun never rises in this town. So it's always this perpetually dark. People are poor. Some are homeless. Almost everyone robs you. And Chun-Li <laughs> is turning kung fu tricks in a random house in town. Chun-Li? So, Chun yeah. In the game. Yeah. <laughs> Chun-Li's in a Squaresoft game? Yeah. No, that's just a funny thing. The original Breath of Fire was actually done by Capcom. Oh, okay. I'm not sure about the second one. And, in fact, I'm not sure Square ever got the rights to it. I just know that Capcom did the first, and I feel like either it changed hands or they just feel like they did less and less with it as okay. it went on. Chun-Li's in this game. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, you go into one of the houses. It's been a long time, but I know you go into a house, and like I said, everyone robs you in the game. Yeah. So in one particular house, the guy's like, hey, give me 100 gold, and I'll tell you a secret. Okay. And you go, okay, so you close your eyes, and the nothing happens. So the game just says, do you want to open your eyes? And you can say yes or no. All right. And you have to say no like three or four times. And then <laughs> oh, if really? you say yes on the last one, yeah. you open your eyes and Chun-Li's doing lightning kicks in the basement. That's funny. Because that's how she has to make her money in the town. So, of it's like, so it's almost it's kind of hidden, right? So then you Yeah, have... it's a little hidden Easter egg in the game. Oh, that's cool. It be, would be funny if you can get her in your party, though. All she'd do is kicks, because that was before she even had Kikokin, so... Like, kick, kick, Yeah, kick. yeah, she didn't, they didn't give her the, the fireball until Super. Mm-hmm. So she's just lightning kicking, spinning bird kicking. A lot of kicking. Wall, wall jumping. Wall, yeah, so she did have that cool wall jump. I used to abuse the heck out of that <laughs> move, too. But, yeah, I felt like this was a... I mean, the track doesn't necessarily stay... Well, it kind of does have a hint of, like, like brokenness to it. It like, does, though. It's like... Whoop. <laughs> Give me a dollar, please. Um, it's like a, um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have a coffee, please. I'll be a dollar ninety nine. Oh, while it's in the car, <laughs> lend me a dollar for coffee. But yeah, that would be. I gotta try that sometime. Nah, I won't do that. <laughs> what? I just. I got just, mm, coffee. I gotta try that sometime. Yeah, just the idea of Mister like. Wah, wah. Wah, the guy's like, what wah. are you doing? What? Like, what? what are you talking about? Didn't you hear that? He's going to yeah, back. He's gonna go back to his, uh, his co-workers and be like, dude, you're not going to believe this. This guy was in here and he totally just womp wad me. He womp womp? I got to meet this dude. <laughs> no one ever womp womps me. So, Pranel, 
what uh, the the place in the world that is the most barren has nothing in it. it is dry. Disneyland. <laughs> no, it's a desert. It's a desert. Barren. And what about a desert covered in just swarming with gummy bears, aliens, and spaceships trying to kill you? That sounds like an adventure. That sounds like stage 4A from the game Thunder Force 4 for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> God over here. It's titled Sand Hell. And you are fighting some serious beasts in this desert. You're fighting them because they're trying to rob you because they're so poor. It's uh, also uh, composed. The game is composed by uh, Toshiharu Yamanishi and Takeshi Yoshida. <laughs> Sand Hell Stage 4A. Purnell. Like legit getting upset right now. This is, <laughs> this is how I'm gonna go play something. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's cool. This monster of a track is Sand Hell, stage 4A, from the game Thunder Force 4 for the Sega Genesis by Tashiharu Yamanishi and Takeshi Yashida. Yoshida. Um, oh, man, such a good song. This whole soundtrack is just phenomenal. Up, one of my top soundtracks ever. Up there. Where's the squalor? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a desert. <laughs> it is a desert. What can you do in the desert? Nothing. You know what you do? You know what you do in a desert? You bury your victims. That is true. After you, you get, rob them for their loot, you get you get bitten, stung by scorpions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crawl around looking for water, and you'll never find it. That's the desert. That's desert hell. And uh, sand. And this stage is amazing. It's like. Well, first, the Thunder Force is a side uh, horizontal scrolling shooter. Was there one on the? Was there ever one on the SNES? Because I feel like I've seen one there. I might be wrong. I, I don't think so, but I can't speak to that. Only because I'm I'm so familiar with the soundtracks being from the Genesis and sounding like this. Oh, with the Genesis sound. Too. Yeah, yeah. And this this is like this is some of the best Genesis music, like the sounding Genesis music. So good. I will say though, this does sound like a lot of fun. Like if I if I were ever to experience Squalor, I would want to be to this beat. Because I feel it's like I want this funky bass line. Hey, like just you're cutting that one bean for dinner, but man, you're smiling while you do it. You kind of got a rhythm with the swing, you know, with the slicing. So I could dig that's a good track. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, really, really fun, really fun squalor. I hope you don't hate me too much. For no, giving no, you no. I'm, I'm just, stuff. I'm just giving you a hard time. I just like I, had, I had a really hard time with the day, with the theme. I just, I couldn't. I just couldn't think of any good ones. You know what that means? Or I couldn't. I could think of. I could think of good tracks, but I had a hard time fitting the theme. That just means you gotta go for the throat. Return the favor. <sighs> yeah, but you're. Yeah, I could do that. You'd be surprised. I'm sure you got something that's like this. You 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 Pernell pick like a, you, you could pick like a theme of of games like stages or like stuff in, within the games. I'll have a hard time with. Maybe I'll I'll pick something that's just music. There you go. Like a, a genre or a theme in music that only tracks with. Archipelago or I don't even know 
I, I I've been trying to compile a list in the in the past few months, just just on my you know off time or whatever. But on my off time, well, I'm not doing the podcast. No, um, of trying to come up compile a list of tracks that are classic Nintendo tracks that could be classic hip hop tracks. Yeah, that would give me a challenge. Yeah, for sure. I'm having a hard time with that one too. But I think if I get the right set, it'd be really awesome. But then that's, that means that maybe I need to write that down in preparation for the day that becomes a topic. I don't think it's going to be that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is your final track then? Well, I'm going with the track that, in all due honesty, is what gave me the idea to choose the topic for this ah, episode. Actually, I thought it would have been the Breath of Fire one because you had like both sides of the coin. Oh, no. I just got really lucky with that. I was like, <laughs> oh. wait a minute. Well, not luckiness is that I didn't expect it to exist, but just more like thinking about it. And when I thought about Ari, I was like, wait a minute, this game has bleak too. That kills me. I'm like struggling for tracks. And you're like, well, I just, I had so many picked out. So. Well, this being, we already had this discussion for everybody that has, you know, profitable, you know, knowledge bases that they can, you know, dig into to make that money. I had video games in The Simpsons. <laughs> make it work. <laughs> make it work. All right. <laughs> So I didn't mean to interrupt you. So what? Oh, no, no, that's what's, cool. so this is the one that, that that kicked off the whole squalor idea, or is this one that kicked off the whole decadence and squalor idea? Actually, I think it may have been the decadence and squalor combined because you know squalor was like, "There's one, like, there's two. Let's go with both of them." But um, this track is from a very recent release. The game itself is Pokemon Sun and Moon, huh. and the track. Is called Potown. So broke they sold the O and the R to make ends meet. <laughs> it's Potown. Go to Potown. Love it. You done stumbled and fallen your way right into Potown from the game Pokemon Sun and the Moon. Two games, actually, but let's be realistic. It's one game. And I share the same soundtracks and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but they double dip because that's how they do. They're smart like that. Yeah, of course. Then the composer is Minako Adachi. Right. And on the official iTunes release, it's credited as Game Freak and Minako Adachi. With Game Freak, be- <coughs> Game Freak being the main developing studio of Pokemon, whose the main member is um, Junichi Masuda. Ah, so it's likely that he probably helped out with it. So basically, he's a co-composer. Yeah, yeah but he's he's credited on almost all the tracks. I don't know if he's if he had his hand in all of the tracks, or maybe he w- maybe they, they listed him because like his original music for Pokemon is like inspiration for the rest. But I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say this is Minako Adachi's track. Yeah, because this track here makes me kind of wonder how many other tracks are attributed to are attributed to Minako Adachi because this is very unlike every other track in the game, which helps considering that this area is very unlike every other area in the game. Picture Pokemon. Which is a generally a pretty happy-go-lucky series, barring like one or two moments throughout the series. And then plays it in the most happy-go-lucky environment in the Pat Pokemon series. And then you get to this place. 
which okay, how to put it? Okay, so the world is that typical Pokemon games. At the age of ten, you go on your Pokemon journey. In this game, you travel across four different islands, take on the island Kahuna's and their island challenges to prove your worth to be a Pokemon trainer, which in some weird way is the rite of passage for this world, this land, this land of Aloha, Alo- Aloha, Aloha, whatever it's called. So. Town is the home of Team Skull, the villain team for the game. And they're not really villains so much as just wacky juggalos. And <laughs> Wait, this is the Skull team? Mm-hmm. They're oh. called Team Skull. And you're calling them the juggalos. Trust me, look at some screen art for them. <laughs> no, no, I've seen them. I, I've, see, I've seen like, because like, a lot of fans are into it and there's a lot of cosplay. Oh, yeah. It's the, so it's really funny when people get really into it. But you calling them juggalos it just cracks me up. They're totally juggalos. <laughs> But uh, the environment is an abandoned town that Team Skull took over. And it's the graffiti and spray paint and just like broken stuff everywhere. And it's raining, thunder and lightning. And these guys are just kind of hanging out in town like it's nothing. It's crazy. They're standing on top of trucks. This is like the epitome of abandoned poor person town so it gives you the impression that if you fail your pokemon challenge in this war in this area that you are pretty much considered nothing to the point <laughs> that all you have is team skull so if you don't you don't do well here you're you're not you're in trouble you're in po town that's in, what happens you're to already you. in po town right <laughs> so it's like not good it's, it's not looking good for team pernell it is not that's why I had to run through and stomp mud holes in all of them because <laughs> I couldn't have it. But it's just it just felt so weird that you know, they're kind of laughing at them the whole game because they're typically the comedic relief. And then you get here and you see like, man, this is how they have to live? This is what happens to you when you fail at Pokemon? <laughs> this is freaking awful. It's just it's disturbing. But well, man, it, is this game fun. It's kind of funny like that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Bring that back. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. It's funny because this is a world that it just revolves around Pokemon. Like all people care about is Pokemon. It really like, is. Goodbye, mom and dad. I'm just going out in the world to train my Pokemon. Okay, son. I'll see you never. <laughs> Pretty. It, yeah, that that's really it. does yeah. boggle the mind. Like people just have nothing to do with their lives but stand on the side of the road and spend their Pokeball. Beauty Beverly wants to battle. Business Tycoon Saul yeah, wants to battle. Kids are hiding, hiding in the woods waiting for you to walk past them. They're like, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. Ha-ha! And they do take money from you when you lose. They say you black out and you lose <laughs> money. Or I guess I guess it depends on the game because I think Sunday have also said you've carried your painted Pokemon to the nearest Pokemon Center. But you still lose money. We know the deal. It's just illegal, legalized gambling in the world of Pokemon. Yeah, 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 you're mugged. You're you're getting mugged. They mug you. And that's why when you win, you get money because you're mugging them. That's how it works in Pokemon. (laughs) So if you can't even mug a person properly, you go to Potown because they take everything you've got. That's rough. (laughs) It's reality in Pokemon. You get mugged. This is the Poke reality. Poke, there it is. Yeah. We're laying it down real thick like drawn butter. It's They pretty <laughs> much just get sent to Potail because they get mugged to the point of poverty. Oof. That's squalor. Wow. <laughs> you can't top that. It's kind of funny in a way. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's You know, it's Pokemon, though, so it's kind of funny. Because they're juggalows. Oh, man. They make me laugh so much. All right, so I'm going to bring this final track down, and we are going to do the bonus round. Bonus round. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave that in. All right, um, so for my bonus round track, um, again, having a little bit of a hard time here. but So I'm just going to pick from a classic. Final Fantasy IV, and this is the cave theme, the theme that plays in the caves. That's squalor! (laughs) (laughs) Just diving in the caves. I'm sure at some point you've lost all your money. Lost it in the caves. You go spelunking because an old prospector sold you a map to the Mist Cave. You're hoping there's some diamonds in there, but it's just a really angry old mama dragon. 
Yep, and it's surrounded by juggalos. <laughs> by juggalos, because that's where they hang out in, in, in the real world. Just a popukalos. <laughs> All right, so uh, music composed by Nobuo Uematsu. This is arranged by the artist Neil Jansen. Was the cave theme from Final Fantasy IV by composer Nobuo Uematsu, arranged by Neil Jansen. Um, Neil Jansen, very difficult to find on the internet. But this was arranged for the euphonium, which is a low brass instrument. So it looks a lot like the cross between a trombone and a French horn. <laughs> I just started thinking about like, I originally was prepared to rib you really <laughs> for this yeah, track. but the horns make it work. <laughs> the horns really make it work. I just picture like uh, like uh, like two guys, like walk, you know, typical classic short, like tall, thin guy and short, fat guy walking together down the street, hands in their pockets, like man, I just want to buy a can of beans for dinner. And it's like I got a I got a scheme, boss. I'll make us a real load of water cash. It's that it's that broke man scheming track. Yes. And it's playing in a cave. So it works out. It works out. Well, he, he was difficult to find. I actually had to track him down through his LinkedIn of all places. So I'll have his uh I'll have his information on the site. Um hopefully he appreciates that. <laughs> um what you got for now? Um, um, nothing (laughs) nothing at all Uh, I do have uh, one track surprisingly Um, I had to hit this track during the episode or I would have felt pretty bad about myself that being also from Final Fantasy this one being 6 not 7 not Midgar folks Um, (laughs) we're talking the OG Final Fantasy slum Zozo baby Um, the slam shuffle guitar covered by a guy that only goes by Hashel05. Okay, what's with these YouTube artists that have like, he only goes by Zcon443z. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of letters. <laughs>
I feel as though that is a very decent representation of Zozo for the show. That's a, that was a Parnell track, if I ever heard one. It's got oh. that swing guitar thing going on. Yeah, that solo. Out of nowhere, man. Pick my was, pockets to that tune any day. That was a clean, that was clean solo. I like that. Seriously, don't pick my freaking pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but play that song for me. <laughs> so um, we have very little information about this artist as well. Hachel, oh, Hachel 05 from Belgium. And he composes and arranges tracks for the group called Pixel Mixers. So I'll ha- we'll have links to them up on the website. Jam on it. Yeah, so check them out. Um, he does a lot. He plays all his own instruments, guitar, bass, drums, and he's very much into video game music like most everybody else <laughs> on the bonus round part of the show. If they weren't, I'd be surprised and scared. So for more information, go to the website, rhythmandpixels.com, and we'll have links to everywhere where you can grab their music. Thanks for listening. The Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. This has been episode 7 4 Squalor. Perfect episode. <laughs> Perfect episode for the theme. We had some good tracks. We've had some hilarious tracks. They were kind of funny in a way. And I, I uh, tried. I tried. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I like I just I like picking topics like this. Just to see what you bring out. Because, don't get me wrong, they're not easy to come up with. I might be sitting around like, holy crap, that's a perfect topic idea. But then I'm like, what is Rob going to pick? This will be good. So I look forward to it. So that's fun for me. That's good. I, I liked I liked your picks today. I liked all of them. Thank you. Like Honestly, I think overall the episode had great tunes. And we were talking about what to go out on earlier. And... Uh, yeah, this this is great. We had an upbeat theme that could have come in here. Would have been like you know like nice. We went through Scott, but here's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But let's be honest, we couldn't deny this track. No, we no, could not. And I think I brought the light with the Thunder Force track. Oh yeah, it's making squalor fun. <laughs> I just I just love music from shooters. I've gotten back into them. I just I just really love them. I love the music anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, we we have some ideas for our next few episodes, but we would love to hear some suggestions from you. So please send us an email at rhythmandpixels at hotmail Or if you have any just other questions, or if you have any um, anything you would like to, to say, if you have any problems with Purnell. No. Hey, if you have a problem with Purnell, <laughs> send me five dollars and tell me how to solve them. Whoa! Oh, if you, if you have a problem, you I'll solve it. Yeah, I'll say that's right, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> um, also, if you'd like a full track listing or more information about the show or more information about the artists in the bonus round part of the show. More information about Purnell. More Purnell information. <laughs> more <laughs> Purnell information than you need. Go to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com. And he's not kidding. <laughs> and um, if you want to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, all the in, all, all the social media places. We're at Rhythm and Pixels. Usually, just do type in an all one word, and, and we'll come up wherever. So, you can you can get in touch with us on the website through the email or through any of those channels, and we'll hear you. We'll hear you, and we read everything. We read everything. Actually, someone on the website actually wrote in to kind of correct us on what the front mission gun hazard gameplay was like and it made me more interested to play that game that is true it makes me wonder if i may even have it amongst my archives at home because i did get knee deep in the collectathons back in the days but as it, most people who do that do you really know every game you've got in your library no, no. so i need to double check because if it's in there i do want to try it now because it's not a slow well i mean because it's an action game. It's, it's not the like about that. See yeah, how they yeah. did it with it. Yeah, I thought it was a turn-based RPG, but it was an action action title. So that, that's pretty cool. So um, I've got nothing else. Do you have anything else you want to close on? Not so much. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, join us next week for a brand new episode where we're out of the dumps and into the skies. Into the skies. <laughs> Rob's cup of tea, his forte, as it were. 
This has been the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. I've been Rob Nichols. I'm still sort of Purnell. <laughs> Thank you for listening and have a great week. And remember, weird topic ending to go out on, but I think I still got one. Um, Squalor is a facet of life that while we may not all have to deal with firsthand, you have seen it. You do know it exists. We all know it exists. So all that really means to Moses, do what you can to contribute. Help others that may be in need to get out of the bad place that life may have put them in. Um, donate where you can, whether it be time or money or even your thoughts. Because um, be honest, anything helps a person who's down in the dumps or is not quite on the better half of the financial spectrum. So be a good person. <laughs> That's about the gist of it. 